0: Social interaction can make us uneasy, especially if the stakes are high. For example, compare these two social interactions. Giving the Starbucks barista your morning coffee order and having a one-on-one evaluation reports meeting with your boss. Can you guess which kind of social interaction will be more social anxiety-inducing? the meeting with your boss, of course. In today's lesson, I'm sharing five strategies to help you communicate confidently with your boss, your supervisors, and the other higher-ups so that you don't have to fear these types of social interactions. If you're ready, let's get into it. To be clear, it is absolutely, 100% a natural, response to feel the pre-meeting jitters in your belly and have an overall sense of malaise and anxiety when your boss calls you into their office. But just because it's natural doesn't mean you need to subject yourself to those feelings. Okay, so let's get into the strategies now. The First thing, why the intimidation? So strategy one is to try to understand why you're intimidated by the person in the first place. Do you feel like they're more accomplished than you? If so, remember that you still haven't accomplished all that you're going to accomplish in your life. And also, what's your definition of accomplished? Similar to success. This could be the grass is greener on the other side kind of moment. So it's important to recognize that. Remind yourself of your accomplishments and your positive qualities, as well as competencies to give you that immediate confidence boost that you need. Next, lean into value add. So in the meeting, make it a goal of yours to contribute positively to the conversation. And the easiest way that you can think about this is to ask yourself, how can you add value? What do you bring to the table? how can you show your worth? The best way to do this is to prepare. And it makes a huge difference to plan out what you'd like to say or the points that you'd like to cover so that you make sure you're covering everything that you want. There's no need to write a script and memorize it for word for word, verbatim. It would be wiser to have an outline with two, three points, and then you can back that up with anecdotes, data, work experience, and other examples because this is going to help substantiate your points and also validate them. This even works for those impromptu meetings on the spot, provided that you've thought enough about various scenarios prior to that. For instance, Knowing that progress reports are around the corner, you might speak to accomplishments from this quarter and last quarter, or you might explain a snafu that occurred and turn it into something positive. Again, anything you share should circle back to how you are adding value, adding value to the project, adding value to the team, adding value to the company at large, and so on. Strategy number three don't aim to impress. We all know when someone's trying too hard. Instinctively, we can detect this. Humans are really good at innately detecting this type of behavior. The best thing here to do is to be as genuine and authentic as you possibly can. Avoid the temptation to bust out advanced vocabulary that you studied for the GRE or complicated sentences. Generally speaking, the more someone aims to impress, the less they actually do. Speak as clearly as you can. Use simple terms. If you're using abbreviations and different types of acronyms and jargon, make sure you define those ahead of time so that the listener can follow along and not get lost in the jargon. Don't blabber away. It's very difficult to just sit there listening to someone yap on, right? Listen more than you speak. Listen actively and be engaged in the conversation. The way you do social interaction will be impressive enough, especially if you're aware of it. Some people think that they have bragging rights if they've achieved certain milestones. Well, the truth is, it's the humble and the modest people who've accomplished something huge that is more impressive than those with the loud, booming voices trying to dominate conversations and impress others. All right, strategy four, remind yourself. So remind yourself that they were once in your shoes before. Are you just starting out with your career? They've been in that same exact spot. Are you having a tough day? They've had a few of those, maybe even more than a few. Are you new to a role that feels like it's way over your head? They've also felt that way many a time. So basically, anything that you're going through, they've gone through too, rest assured. It's part of the human experience. It might not look exactly like your experience, but it'll be similar enough that the situation resonates with them. If you're feeling up to it, you can even open up by speaking firmly from the heart and even ask them for their counsel. Of course, this will depend very much on the nature of your relationship, but these kinds of conversations could help facilitate some mentorship. Next, fake it till you become it. So this is different from fake it till you make it, which we all know. This is really about acting with confidence before you even have that confidence. And that's really important because the idea is that the mere act of going through the motions of how a confident person feels and how a confident person walks and talks and even thinks, you're putting yourself into the shoes and the mindset of a confident individual. And what you're doing is essentially assuming the role of a very confident person. And so assuming this identity will catapult you into the confidence zone. That's important because most of the time, We take on big roles and start new projects before we're even ready. Think back to big moments in your life where you weren't necessarily ready for that job opportunity or that new role or whatever else that came your way. You might not necessarily have been ready in that moment, but you rose to the occasion and you grew because of it. You learned so much, you got out of your comfort zone and the confidence followed. So starting before we're ready is actually the right thing to do. And you know how the saying goes, if you start when you're ready, then you've started too late. I like to keep that in mind personally when I'm doing something new or I'm faced with a new challenge and it might feel daunting in the beginning because it's natural to feel scared or intimidated, but you still have to do it anyway. If you want to grow, if you want to get out of your comfort zone, if you want to rise to the occasion and that ultimately is, is how we get to the next level. It's how we level up in whatever way you want to level up. So believe that you can and you will. So the faking part of this is simply that you begin with the action and the mind will follow suit. So you don't necessarily feel confident, but you're going to act like you feel confident. So you'll fake the confidence, but then as you're faking the confidence, you become confident, which is very cool. The more you do it, whatever it is that intimidates you, the more it will become part of your new identity. So assume the behavior of your boss self before you're the boss. Having good posture helps with that, just like the social psychologist Amy Cuddy talks about creating the confidence you want to exude. And she's the one who came up with that fake it till you become it, and I absolutely love it. All right, amazing work. So let's recap. Find out why you're intimidated by this person. Focus on the value that you can add, and then don't try to impress them. Use simple language, not fancy words. Don't try to list off all your accomplishments. Remember that they were once in your shoes, and you can even think of them as a mentor and maybe even guide the relationship in that direction. Fake it till you become it. Assume the behavior of your confident boss self, and then the rest will follow suit. So be sure to practice these strategies and make them your own. Use these communication techniques and tools whenever you're interfacing with someone who you feel intimidated by. You'll notice that over time, you'll be able to implement these strategies instinctively, and you don't even have to think twice about them. All right, Explorers, thank you so much for joining me for this lesson. I do hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to give it a big thumbs up if you're watching here on YouTube. If you're listening to our podcast, then be sure to leave us a nice review. It really helps us out. You can leave up to five stars. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And if you're interested in reading this as a blog post, then you can head on over to our blog, explorningco forward slash blog. And while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. We send out lessons every week, so you're not going to want to miss it. It's 100% free. All right. I will see you in the next explorning lesson. In the meantime... Keep on exploring and I will see you soon.